Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford. Come right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Game Source, and of course, Inside Sports Fantasy Football. We truly appreciate each and every one of you listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, Please go ahead. If you see Joe right now on the screen on YouTube, please, if you see that button right below, right below Joe, it's the subscribe button. Go ahead. Don't be afraid. Go and hit that button. Subscribe today. And there's actually been a few who has in the past couple of days, and we truly appreciate it. So if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture every single day of the week, right here at the Pop Culture Cosmos. Game Source, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, which we're bringing back here in the not-too-distant future because it's almost football season once again. Plus, our good friends at LakersBall.com. Please go ahead and be part of the conversation in all the great groups. You know that Ox1947 is always lurking around today at LakersBall.com. Plus, our good friends at Lakerholics.com. Go ahead and check out Jamie Sweet's Five Things Articles, Laker Tom's latest articles today at Lakerholics.com. Plus, our good friends of the Hoop Pest Podcast Network, who do a great job covering the NBA in and of itself. It is sincerely appreciated. Before we go into the main event for this week, this group chat per se, this episode, I want to go ahead and pay our respects to a warrior who provided the Boston Celtics a, a great amount of, of pleasure and a great amount of, of, of joy, a, an individual who is considered by many to be one of the greatest defensive players in the history of basketball, one of the greatest players, period, in the history of basketball. Unfortunately, he passed away today. That is Bill Russell passed away today at the age of 88. We do actually as a, uh, a courtesy and a respect to everything that he brought to the game of the NBA, even though he was for the rival Boston Celtics. I do want to make sure that it is known from all of us here at the Lakers fast break that we do pay homage and respect to him and condolences to his family. Indeed, in regards to his passing there will not be many more like Bill Russell because of the greatness that he achieved both on and off the court. And again, all of our respects to him, the Boston Celtics organization, and of course his family right here from all of us at the Lakers fast break. But it is the big time indeed. I want to go ahead and make sure everybody knows this week that it is important for so many reasons, even in a new cycle that's kind of dry, this is going to be another important news week and you're going to hear the tension build up as it gets closer and closer to August 4th because LeBron James has possibly an extension waiting for him. Should the Lakers give him one? Will he take it? Will the situation with Russell Westbrook be the reason why he might turn that down? Everything that's going on, the questions are bound, but yes, he will be eligible for an extension if offered on August the 4th. And here today to talk about that, and I'm sure share some thoughts as well on Bill Russell. He's a good man indeed. you got to go ahead and check him out today at LakersBall.com. 
It is Ox1947, the man himself, Joe Soro. Joe, great to have you here, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me, as always. The Nighthawks, not quite a Nighthawks episode per se. It's supposed to be our group chat, but in place of that, I know you've got some good thoughts about Bill Russell and, of course, LeBron James later this week. If or if not, he should accept or even get an extension from the Los Angeles Lakers. I had not seen this video. It was kind of like, almost like the cameraman was was just, he had a wide shot of Bill Russell and Kobe Bryant talking. Mm-hmm. And Bill Russell was just praising Kobe right there to him, up and down. And they ended up coming to a similar conversation, similar discussion in that Kobe had said, I got that from you because I read your book. And I thought that was kind of, kind of cool. And Bill Russell followed that with praise beyond praise. And Kobe was just sitting there thanking him for a good five seconds. And it was a very, it was a very, 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 very heartwarming five to 10 seconds. It was just, what can you say? Bill Russell, the, the one of the four Mount Rushmore players, uh, complimenting, unfortunately, someone who's not with us anymore for his amazing ability to not not just play basketball, but there was a lot of admiration by Bill Russell. You you saw Bill Russell wearing a Laker jersey with Kobe's number on it, and coming from a Celtic, that is a very very high praise. And we, we we've seen that before. We saw. Magic do a little prank on Larry Bird by wearing Larry Bird's jersey during uh, Larry's retirement ceremony. It, it's, it's a celebration for this one, JG. He lived 88 years and did more in 88 years than some people do, than thousands of people living till they're 100. Yeah. So this should be a celebration. It's sad. It's always sad when someone's gone forever. But it is a celebration of a as good of a life as I've seen from where we're sitting, and it's 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 going to be. Uh, I don't know about this season. This twenty twenty two is has been kind of in, weird in that a lot of like true legends. I think that that word gets thrown out a lot, but we've been losing a lot of Paul Sorvino. James Kahn, Ray Liotta, Bill Russell, and there's many more. It's just, it's, it, we're in this, I guess I'm 44 and I'm in that area now where I'm probably going to start seeing a lot of the people that I admire on TV and sports and in entertainment start to check out. And that's, that's a bummer. That's a bummer for me because <laughs> I feel like my childhood is slowly kind of going away. I used to feel like that when wrestlers would pass away uh, in the 2000s, especially maybe late 90s. It was weird because I remember those guys growing up, and now this this next phase is what's doing that. Uh, it's definitely something again that that we need to pay homage to and respect to the late Bill Russell, everything that he did for the game of basketball. It is truly appreciated by any basketball fan, whether or not you like the Celtics or don't like the Celtics. And of course, we here at the Lakers fast break don't like the Celtics, but. We do have a healthy respect for the team. I mean, you don't get 17 world championships for nothing. So we got to go ahead and give them their props. And a lot of those, in fact, 11 of those were uh, really, really off the hard work that was made by Bill Russell. So definitely respect to him and his family indeed. But my friend, it is a big week for the Los Angeles Lakers. It never seems to stop as far as the news cycle is concerned. The tension is mounting. Each and every day as it gets closer and closer to August the 4th. And that's the first period, the first period of time where the Lakers can go ahead and offer LeBron James an extension. I know you shared your thoughts on the last program in kind of detail, but have you had a, you know, maybe a second chance to think about things as far as what the Lakers may do? I'm, I'm pretty sure the Lakers will at least offer him an extension, what I'm more concerned of is if he doesn't accept it, if it is offered. I have no doubt they're going to offer him the extension. If it's not solely based off basketball, it's probably based off the fact that it's LeBron James who's the 
generational era player, the, the number one of this era. And he still has some legs. He, he, he seems to be a Tom Brady of basketball at this moment. We really don't know. We really don't know when he'll slow down. If, if, a, if, a, if, a, if a player is averaging 25 to 30 points a game in, in this era, especially with the young stallions that are breeding right now, then how do you, how do you, how does he decide to stop? How do, how do the Lakers gauge that? They, 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 they can't really, unless, unless they decide that, you know what, there might be some value here at this moment. We could get something for him and he might still have another year or two, but maybe we can get some value back and kind of start the the transition to AD now. But then again, AD is also kind of a question mark. So you don't know there either. And it might have been an easier decision had AD shown uh, a healthier outlook. But as far as LeBron James, it's, it's going it, to – LeBron James only has really one thing left after the scoring title. I should say all-time scoring title. And it's really still in front of that. I mean, the scoring title, all-time scoring title is nice. But in the NBA, it's, 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 he's chasing Michael Jordan. And he needs at least a couple more titles. In my book, to really give himself that, I'm sitting at the table with him, with him at least. Yeah. That's, that's where that goes. I, I know it's not fair. Some people say it's not fair, Joe. Come on, you know. Bill Russell has 11. Jordan has six. Why isn't Bill Russell the best? Well, there's, there's, you gotta, you gotta look in with it within the context of that as well. Bill Russell played with, with, you know, in an era where there was only eight to nine teams. Uh, I know he can't help that at the time, but I'm, I'm trying to put some perspective here too. He well, played with. To me, I, when I think of those Boston Celtics teams, it's more of a team effort. With Chicago, if especially if you're around that time, especially when you create the Jordan rules, you know it's more essentially, even though Pippen was there, and of course everybody else that played a supporting role, the Paxons, the Cartwrights, et cetera, et cetera, it was essentially Michael Jordan that made those teams during the 1990s. And that, that I, I think we get lost in, <laughs> if you weren't there watching it, you, you can't really argue who's better. You have to at least talk to those who actually watched and was co- coherent enough to know what, what, what they were watching. And what I saw was I saw a player that his own team, his teammates were, were fearful. They, they were so scared. They played better because of that. And the last dance proved it. Judd Bushler, uh, heck, Craig Hodge is still kind of is hurt by some things that happened in, in, the, in that first three-peat. Steve Kerr had mentioned some things. Bill Cartwright. Jordan was in an era, and this is why it's difficult to compare eras and uh, this argument, but it's there. We're, we're, we're talking about it because it's, it's, it's the constant discussion. You can't really compare any era, Bill Russell's era, Jordan's era, and even now because – there's just way too many variables that factor into everything. You, you know, I, I was always arguing that Kobe being compared to Jordan is a little unfair too, because Kobe didn't come into a clean slate. He came into a championship contending team and he was the first perimeter basketball player to come from high school to the NBA. He didn't play his first season. Del Harris did not play him for whatever reason. His second season, he didn't even start. So you can't really compare the careers. Jordan came out off and run, uh, uh, came out running. LeBron came out running. Kobe didn't really come out running. Kobe didn't play a full 82-game season as a starter until his fourth season. So it's hard to compare. It's, it's It's hard to compare. Then you have someone who's, in an era where players became more, because uh, the NBA is the one league where the players have always been number one, no matter what you say. It, it's just there's too many. It, it's there's very little players, pl- 
playing at, at, at one moment. It, 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 the player has always been number one. It's just that the players over the last 10 years have become more in control of their destiny, uh-huh. more control of their destination, right? Uh-huh. Uh, they've always had trades and demanded trades and been traded and all that. that, that you know, I think sometimes we were prisoners of the moment. But LeBron, what he did was, and this is something that I, it's interesting, I'm, I'm kind of mad at myself for not recognizing it earlier. LeBron has never demanded a trade in his whole career. LeBron honored his contract and then left. I mean, what what has he really done to warrant a, oh, well, he's, He's this or he's that in terms of basketball. He's he's played his contract out, and as a free agent, he's taken advantage of what his next process is going to be. If you're looking at it from a business standpoint, a career standpoint in basketball, that that's that's what that was created for, yeah. for them to have that choice. So. You can't really use that against them. You can't say, oh, well, he's just got to go do this, this, and that. Well, that's not what it turned out to be. You can get mad at him for having the decision. I never really understood why. I didn't – who cares? Uh, what did that? Who did that affect, really, other than people just wanting to complain? Um, and in this moment, he hasn't shown any signs that he wants to leave L.A. Mm-hmm. He hasn't. I, I I actually have heard the opposite. I've heard he really likes it in L.A. And why would why wouldn't he? Why would he go somewhere else? Is he going to go back to Cleveland? Cleveland's going to have some free money coming next year, right? But why would Cleveland want him? You know, they have a up and coming young team. No matter what you say, no matter what you have, if you bring in a LeBron James, it's going to be LeBron's team. And is that a detriment to the next five years of your team? Very very much so. It's very much so going to be. This is actually the perfect team for him. The, the, the situation it is in L.A. is actually perfect for LeBron because he does have A.D. If A.D. should play healthy, you, he's, he's going to have a, a guy there that's going to definitely give him a shot. And then if, if the Lakers can somehow harness something here with the, the, the Westbrook situation and bring in a Kyrie Irving or a Miles Turner and healed, then at that point you can you can kind of start getting to that okay we we made this mistake now it's time we finally get out of this and let's let's try to let's try to put this team together so that it works for for the main the main cogs which is what AD and LeBron are i i had some discussions about the Miles Turner healed thing uh healed coming by himself for Westbrook i mean any trade right now for Westbrook to me is a win yeah. The, the only issue is which trade will give them a shot at being a contender. That is what's up in the air. We don't know that. If it's just for healed, then we go into the season going, it's probably not going to be a title contending team. If you get Miles Turner and he's healthy, now you have the perfect center to play with AD. Now, the current rumor I heard today has been some interest by the Knicks to trade Julius Randle for a package for Westbrook. Julius Randle is not the right fit with AD, but you still have to make that trade if you want to get out of the Westbrook situation. And then maybe you have Randle come off the bench. I, I, you know, that's, that's how, you know, we know what we're doing. We know what we're watching. We know basketball as, as observers, as fans, as analysts, we know what works and what doesn't. And those are the options that we have right now. And LeBron could not sign the extension and still come back after next year. So why would he, I guess, why would he commit if he's looking at it from a business standpoint? If he feels like he goes into next season and it's no hope for the following year, uh, being a, a a title contending team, he'll have a choice to get out. Yeah, but it, it's it, it, I'm not taking anything away 
if he signs it or not, I'm not looking at it like, oh, he's definitely gone or he's definitely staying. Obviously, if he signs the extension, he's staying. But I'm not looking at it from, oh, well, he's not coming back next year. It's it's poss- It's probably more probable that that's the case. But if the Lakers end up competing, you're there. There, there will be likely a a, a change of mind. I'm, I'm assuming. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I don't feel like that people have done that as much, especially with this international release. You can get it out there right now. I know you can get it out there, but it, it feels like this time last year, people have just been like, oh, you can get you the Here's cell phone copy, version you know. that was taped somewhere where it's like, you know, shell shaky, <laughs> has some dude or some family that's walking right in front of you as they're finding their seat with the popcorn already in hand. No, you know, come that, on, you, really? yeah, that version is already available. Yeah, but I mean, like with a mono I, sound. There you go. Oh, God. Yeah, that's that's the worst part. You only get sound on the left ear, yeah. not the right ear. <laughs> I like to put it all the time. Family, family, family. Something like that. You can find that version already if you really want it. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers, well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Until the actual offer goes out, and if it's if it's looked over by LeBron and he says no, he's still upset in regards to this situation that's going on with Russell Westbrook. Uh, you know, again, there's a whole bunch of variables here. We do not know his true feelings on the subject, but within a matter of days, in fact, four days to be exact, from when this actually gets heard by most people out there on the podcast world that actually we will have a better idea whether or not if he doesn't accept it, if he has issues with the way the Lakers are being run and the way that their off season's going in the whole nine yards and the direction of the team. And we'll know if he, ha- he has a big problem with it. I think he does. I think uh, those rumors about his, you know, supposedly that he has you know a dislike over what's gone on with the situation of Russell Westbrook and the direction the team is headed. I know if I'm in his shoes, I would want more to be done. I, I would know what, that I'm not here for draft picks. I would want them to go ahead and do everything they can to go ahead and try to make this team better. And if it means including the draft picks, then go ahead and include the draft picks. Now, I'm looking at it on the other end, on the Lakers end. If you give up those draft picks, that's the future for where the organization can go to. And you're already run dry pretty much everywhere else. You've already cannot give out as any more draft picks than what you've already gone ahead and give out the 27 and 29 are that's all that's left as far as your available draft picks that you can trade and to trade them now so soon five years before these draft picks take effect i think that's that's a gamble that's a big time gamble by the organization and you better assume if you can get a Kyrie irving in here and you team him up with lebron james and an Anthony Davis, that you are able to go ahead and win a championship. Because if you don't, the future is not looking really good for the Lakers organization. I'm just telling you, when they don't have any draft picks, any assets, they will have salary cap because by then the new TV contract will be signed. There'll be a big fat check that everybody's going to get a bump up. Whether they're going to do it, I'm assuming they're going to do it gradually, that they're going to go ahead and put it in as far as percentage installments, not like they did with the year that Kevin Durant was able to sign like a free agent where they did a big, huge bump up. 
I think they're just going to go ahead and make sure that they gradually increase the salary cap to point where it's going to be something that so many teams, a lot of teams can take advantage of instead of just one. Allen's here says trade the picks to win. Now, if the season looks bleak, trade away the talent before the deadline to recover those picks, which may include AD. I'm just going to say right now, I'm leaning towards Joe and giving AD one more season. I'm going to give AD one more season. I think that coming in maybe a couple of weeks ago, I would say that I'm not going to be on that realm. I think I was going to go ahead and say, eh, maybe you should trade him now because he's not proven to be anything reliable in the past three, four years. Maybe you should go ahead and try and trade him now. But if he's supposedly in the best shape of his life, if he's supposedly getting ready in the gym, I'm going to go ahead and see it's, you know, at least one more year through. But if that's the case, please go ahead and make sure you trade him while you still got something available to do so. Just like LeBron, if it doesn't work out with LeBron, you need to trade him for assets right away. But if that's the case, go ahead and make the deal now. Make the deal now. Make the 27 to 29 pick now. But if it goes south real fast, please make sure you recover whatever you can. While listening to you, I started – something started clicking in my head with the draft picks. You know, the NBA is different than, let's say, the NFL. I, I think I might have said this before. You, you, lottery picks – Top five picks are really what matter. I mean, there, you can find gems, a Giannis, Kawhi Leonard. Um, I don't really put Kobe in that spot because no one knew anything at that time because he was a straight out of high school player. But it's very rare to find a franchise player outside the top five, typically, that's going to make a difference, that's going to allow you to win a title. So let's look at Steph as another example. I think he was seventh overall. And then Clay was 11th. Uh, Draymond Green was a second-round pick. But draft position with those guys, I think – I just – I don't think Steph, Clay, and Dre get, get enough credit for being self selfless. I think that's one of the major tr- talents that all three have together that help them win. It's not just the talent. It's the fact that they're unselfish. So it's hard to gauge what the value of the 27 or the 29 pick is. I would say, out of sheer principle, I'm not giving you an unprotected pick, even one unprotected pick for a Miles Turner and a and a heel, which has been rumored, right? Or they've yeah. said we want two, but I'm assuming one of them is unprotected, the other one will likely be protected. Because I don't know what I'm getting either. <laughs> Miles Turner has a injury history. Now, if Miles Turner was a 70, 75 a year player in his prime, then you gotta go, okay, I might consider this. But uh Buddy Heald is a player that's overpaid for what he does, but when you have LeBron James on the team, that's the kind of player that makes the team win. That guy will hit an open shot. He wow. will he will hit an open shot. There's a lot of factors in this and it's 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 hard to explain. Of course you gotta wait the Kyrie thing out. You can't you can't get ahead of this. You gotta wait to see because Kyrie Irving, if he comes to the team with a healthy AD and a LeBron, you now start saying we have a shot at winning a title. You have to wait. That's why nothing's going on. Kevin Durant situation has to be finalized, whether he ends up staying or whether he gets traded. That's when we're going to know what's next. If he stays, which if I'm the Nets, get taken off my Laker glasses, the Nets, if I'm the Nets, I'm like, I'm not trading you. I'm not trading. I'm not getting anything of any close of any value. And that's it. But if they do, then it's almost guaranteed in my book that Kyrie's going to get dealt at that point. So we have to wait that out. Let me ask you a question. Did you borrow those Laker glasses from Laker Tom? (laughs) 
Because I, I always say he has the rose, the purple. Well, Laker, purple Laker Tom's been Laker Tom's been a, a Laker fan since the early seventies. Is that correct? Yeah, it was dealt, dealing with Wilt Chamberlain, I believe. Okay, it, it, so he tells I, a big I, story. I, yeah. I always I always tell everyone my first memory of being a staunch Laker fan, even though I did know of the Lakers before, but like I was watching and and, and I knew what was going on was uh, nineteen ninety one when I was thirteen years old. That's when I started remembering I was watching and I was engaged. 1991 finals was the one where I really kind of tipped over, where I really was involved and I understand, I understood what was going on. So I don't think so, G. I don't think my, 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 my Laker glasses are tied to um, when they're on, I'm, I'm wearing them all the time. When they're not on, I gotta, I gotta take them off for a second and say, all right, guys, you better clean up your act before I put these bits back on and back you up. It's all about backing your team up, right? So you can't you can't veer off. If you veer off, I'm, we're gonna, you, you can't be that homer. You can't be that local homer announcer that just is not really telling you the truth for <laughs> your team. Uh, and right now the glasses are a little off uh, because they, they have to – in order to win a championship, they, they have to get something done here with Westbrook and hope that a couple other things can get tinkered in so that they can bring in the right guys for this team. It's 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 going to be something we're going to – I think we're going to find out here in the next few weeks. Also here today is an outstanding new guest, guy who's been in our chat room now for a couple times now. He's asked to come on the air. Truly glad to have him part of the show. You got to check out his YouTube channel today. It's an honor of his own name. So you got to go ahead and check out the John McCallion channel today. It is John McCallion. John, great to have you here. I'm glad I sent you the correct link the third time around. I appreciate it. Had another interview on tap here later on Ric Flair's last match, but glad to have you here, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us on today's show. Your thoughts, though, on later this week, the important decisions that need to be made on August 4th on if or could or if not, whether or not that LeBron James will or will not accept this upcoming extension and will the Lakers even offer it, although I'm pretty sure that they will. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, you know, pleasure to be on with you, Gerald and Joe. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been watching you guys for a while now. So, you know, it's really cool to be on. And uh, I'm a diehard Lakers fan. Got the Kobe poster in the background. Uh, the poster is from when, or the photo is from when, uh, you know, they won the championship against Boston and Kobe set up on the uh, the announcer's table. I know that was his favorite championship for sure, just because just it was against Boston. But, um, yeah, glad Great to be on. Indeed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in terms of LeBron and the Lakers upcoming, because I think uh, August fourth is the, the the first day that you can sign the um, the extension, correct? Yes. I think it has to be for Kyrie because um, if you trade for someone like Buddy Heald and uh, Miles Miles Turner, you know those those are decent players. But if you're LeBron, I think it's either Kyrie or Bust, and the Nets know this, and that's why they're asking for both picks, both 2017. I mean, 2027, 2029. And um, and also the rest of the roster hasn't been filled out, so that that's where the challenge is. If you give two picks for Kyrie, then how are you going to fill out the rest of the roster? What is it going to look like? Is it going to look like last year, where you know you have a bunch of old players who can only shoot threes, or you know are you able to get you know three and D guys? And uh, you know one of the things that we saw last season was the Lakers were missing wings, and they have really addressed that this season. Um, and I think that's I think that's going to be a big challenge. How do you get in my opinion, I think it's a bust because without Kyrie, I, th- I think this team is, you know, isn't going to be able to compete for a championship. I think with Buddy Heal, the Buddy Heal is a nice player, but if you also trade for uh, Miles Turner, Miles Turner is also he's currently injured. I think and he's also very injury prone. So, I think if 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 I'm LeBron, I'm not going to sign that extension without seeing Kyrie. I think with this whole team, it's injury prone. I think when you, you know, it, the health is probably the key factor here. And I appreciate your thoughts so much on this. And it's just the fact that, you know, when you talk about LeBron, he's had an injury history since he started up with the Lakers. AD, we know about his injury history. If you trade for Kyrie, Kyrie's never played lately. His average, I think his whole average career is 55 games a season, which is 
not that great at all. So a lot of ifs have to go right in order for the Lakers to go ahead and get back to where they need to be in a championship format. Okay, if you do the trade and you do the trade as far as giving the 27 to 29 picks and you get Kyrie over here, if it goes south quickly, all I'm saying is you got to have the stones to go ahead and say, you know what, this has jumped off the rails. This doesn't look like it's going to go ahead and win us a championship. We need to trade these assets that we have right away because we have nothing left. You know, once you trade the 27 and 29 draft picks, you have absolutely zero left. Nobody wants THD. Nobody wants Kendrick Nunn, at least as far as a main package is concerned, maybe as a throw in here or there. But right now, both those guys have to prove themselves as well. So right now, if you trade the 27 and 29 first round picks and get bring Kyrie on there, and if it goes south like it did this past season, you've just got to make sure you have the stones to correct your mistakes quickly, very quickly. Otherwise, it's going to hurt the Lakers for the rest of this decade. That's all I'm worried about. And that's, I, I, I know that's understandable, but it, I'm like with Allen. You got to win now. I get that. I understand that. But if it's not looking like you're going to win now in a very hotly contested Western Conference, you've got a lot of issues there. Joe, I mean, I mean, share some thoughts on that. What John said, you know, maybe even what I said as well. Yeah, there's, you have to wait out the Durant thing, and then you'll be able to kind of get a clearer idea of what you need to do to get the Kyrie or a package from somewhere else. The, the picks need to be protected regardless. I, I wouldn't send out an unprotected pick mm-hmm. for a maybe chance of winning it all. Now I, I know you still have every, I know every transaction is always going to be like that because you haven't won it yet, but even getting Kyrie isn't going to guarantee you, a really good shot until you see what AD does because Kyrie isn't known as a defensive stalwart. You he's known as someone who's kind of on his own time. Sometimes we don't know if he's going to pull that two weeks in a month in three months in, we don't know that. Uh, And when you have three guys that are taking up 90% of your salary, now if one of them is out, now you're going to have a problem during the season on how you're going to win. It's it's just not a clear path either way. So why would you why would you give up an unprotected pick and play Russian roulette with that? I wouldn't. I would send both if they're protected. At least top eight. At least the top eight. If they insist a top five, I might consider it. I might consider it but at least protect it in some way. That way, if you really are terrible. And what if it's 20... top three? Okay, look, let, let's look at the history of this. Up until a few years in this last decade, I don't think the Lakers ever cared about draft picks, at least not for at least almost 30 years. And I'm, I'm maybe because I'm so used to being, you know, being a Laker fan for 31 years, I, I really never... Like you, you gotta, you gotta have that. Like we had the second pick, the second pick, the seventh pick. We had three second rounds. We had three, three. Uh, we had three second overall picks and a seventh pick that got us Randall, Ball, Ingram, and then Russell. Uh, other than them being a package, some of them being in a package for AD, I, I'm not very impressed with those players from a next level champ consistent championship level thing so that's that's the part where i will understand if someone's like look just forget about what what we're doing in 27 29 let's just win now there's some validity to that because that's pretty much how the lakers have always done things the issue now versus when it was before is draft picks are capital for a trade if you don't have any first round picks it's hard to get Someone who says, I want to get out of this situation. I want to go to L.A. That's the problem there, too. It's not just, well, what if we miss out on a player in the draft in 27? What if we miss out someone in 29? Yeah, there's a little bit of that, but it's not likely that it's going to be impactful because I never, I haven't seen it since you could say maybe Worthy in 83, 82, I should say. Who was the last first-round pick that was a Hall of Famer? 
since then for, for the Lakers. Lakers? Mm-hmm. That's hard to say. Uh, it's, actually, it's, he's the last we've had one. a lot of rotation. Yeah, we've had a lot yeah, of rotation. He's had a lot. Players, yeah, because it. we've we've always been so talented that we've won championships in the eighties. We had a little lull in the nineties. Um, well, and you then, could say Kobe Bryant. Well, Kobe. See, the thing is, Kobe Bryant. But that was is, a trade. That's a it, it was a trade. it was a, it, it, it it was an that's that whole ninety five ninety seven window is is a unique situation in the history of the NBA. High school players started coming out, even though they had come out before. It had it became a norm after Garnett came, and then Kobe being again a smaller player, which was always shunned at because every straight out of high school player at that before then was always a big like a Moses Malone and yeah. Kevin Garnett. Kobe was the first perimeter guard to come out straight from high school to the NBA. And it, 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 it set a precedent. He, I don't think a lot of people talk about that much about Kobe. The, the guy, the guy changed things just like Steph Curry changed shooting in the NBA Kobe changed the culture of the draft. And with that, now we're looking at a situation in this era that, hmm, do we give up capital for not only possibly drafting talent, but this is capital for a trade. And that, they're in a tough spot. I yes. that Russell Westbrook thing. It's not. It was. It's. It's no longer just about the season. The season's over. It's like, a it was proverbial a, rock and a hard place, right? It now. is beyond a, a rock and a hard place. They have to get lucky here. They have to have someone do him a favor. Rob is going to have to have someone do him a favor here, in order for him to have a shot at not only trying to win a title, having a chance but also not completely draining the future for the Lakers. And it does he, It seems like he cares because it's likely he won't be there at that time anyways. Why should he care, right? Yeah. So then that's where Jeannie's spot comes and says, look, you're not doing this. Maybe Rob wants to do it. Jeannie's like, no, 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 no. We're not giving up our 27-29. You're, you're not going to likely be here. I'm going to be stuck here and I have to deal with this. Well, we're gonna. Think it is about- tough. It is a t- there. Sometimes in life, there's no answer. This is no. There, there, it is a tough call. It's a tough call either which way. But you, if you win now, you have to sacrifice so much because if you don't, you have LeBron James lurking right there as far as him not wanting to go ahead and continue his career with the Los Angeles Lakers. But John, I'm gonna leave the last bit of our show to you, my friend. I want to hear your, your thoughts again. Thank you so much for jumping on with us, but. Your thoughts? This is a big week for the Lakers. I mean, you, there's some hard decisions that have to be made. As Joe said, rock and hard place. Where do we go from here? What are the decisions that you're... Let's say you were running the Los Angeles Lakers right now. Let's say Jeannie put you in charge. What are you doing? What are you? What's the, what's the word? What is going to go ahead and be the best direction for this team in the short term going forward? Yeah, absolutely, and thanks for having me on. And um, I, I honestly, I don't envy Rob Pelinka's position right now because, uh, well, if I was Rob Pelinka, I don't think I would have made that Westbrook trade to begin with. I think the Westbrook trade really crippled them in terms of, you know, yeah, they didn't have to give up much. You know, they gave up, they gave up KCP and Kuzma, and you you can argue whether or not you know that that really makes a difference for them in the long run. But uh, you know, trading for Westbrook and now having to get rid of him, you know, the other teams know that the Lakers or the Westbrook doesn't really fit with the Lakers and, you know, the Lakers want to trade him. So I think that that's already, you know, in itself a really hard place. And on top of that, you have to build out the rest of the team. And um, I, I think um, the only way, or in terms of what we've heard so far, whether it's, you know, uh, Buddy Heald, the Miles Turner, or if you're Charlotte, you're trying to trade uh, Gordon Hayward and, and Terry Rozier. I think the best option in terms of trade candidates is Kyrie Irving. And then you have to somehow also, if I was Rob, I would I would make the trade for Kyrie Irving, but I also, um, you know, if I had to, I would include both picks as well because the thing is, the Lakers do have other trade assets, but they they don't have they can't trade them at right now because uh, the trade for Anthony Davis they they had to do a couple pick swaps, 
And um, so they're going to have trades, um, or they're going to have picks, rather, uh, 25, 6, and 8, I believe, 28. So they're going to have assets. They just can't trade them right now. So I would, I would make a trade for Kyrie Irving, and I will try to get someone like Seth Curry, uh, Royce O'Neal, um, or even perhaps um, Joe Harris. I know he's been a little bit injured, but um, if healthy, and we're going we're gonna to be betting for a lot of people to be healthy, whether it's AD, LeBron, Kyrie. So you kind of, you know, you have to get really lucky in terms of health. Um, so me personally, if I was running that team, I would make the trade for Kyrie. And I would try to get a couple of players with that because. Um, well, would you go all the way in it? Would you, would you give the 27 to 29? Because. Again, you know, because of the Anthony Davis trade, you've given up all your future assets because of pick swaps, things of that nature. The Lakers have no control of their, let's say, the even number drafts. As far as they're concerned, you have the 24 that's gone. You've got then again after that, the 27 and 29. You know, those are the ones up in question right now. You're allowed to trade those, but if those are gone, that's pretty much the entire rest of the decade. You have no control over your drafts. Only when you have a draft like next year in 23, you have control over that. Only in those years, because of the Ted Stepien rule, you're pretty much essentially done with trading first-round picks for the rest of the decade. Unless you go ahead and do an AD trade or a uh, LeBron James trade down the line where you get some of it back. Yeah, honestly, I don't know what type of trade value AD has being injury prone. I know some people will, you know, will be trading, you know, a few picks and stuff, but especially LeBron up there in age, I don't know what their trade market is right now. But also at the same time, I think the Lakers have to pick a lane or Rob has to pick a lane. It's like, do you want to win now? Do you truly want to win now? Or do you want to, you know, save your assets for the future? I think they're they're trying to do both right now because they're saying, hey, we want to win now by trading for Kyrie with one pick. We also want to have cap space, you know, in uh, in a year from now. And um, I I think they really have to make a decision because the thing with LeBron is that, you know, you you could tell he wants to win another championship, but I don't know if he really wants to win another championship. I think for him, he wants to pass Kareem right now in a Lakers jersey and, you know, break his scoring record. So if I'm Rob, I, I got to make a decision because it seems like he's trying to do too many things at once. And I think that's why we're seeing, you know, him trying to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, because one of the things that we've heard, you know, from, you know, coming from someone from the public is that they're trying to trade for, for Kyrie, but they, they don't want to take on Joe Harris contract because it's to your contract because they want to, you know, they want to have a clean slate in, in 23, 24 season. So I think they just have to pick a lane, you know, figure out what it is that you want to do and go all in on, all in on that. You know, John, you know, Joe, it just seems to me, since I'm here in Vegas, I uh, see the what's going on this recently. In, it's no longer in the Rio Hotel and Casino, but the World Series of Poker has been happening and going on recently. And it just seems to me like this, you can compare, you can compare the LeBron situation coming up this week as a high-stakes poker game. But who's going to flinch first? Who's going who's gonna to bat an eye? Because not only does Rob have to play that high-stakes poker game with LeBron, but also Brooklyn, possibly Indiana, whoever he's trying to go ahead and get assets from, because right now nobody seems to be going ahead and just, you know, just eh, batting an eye just yet, because right now it's just, everybody's just trying to play their hand out as is. But Joe, I'm telling you, my friend, it's going to be a very interesting week nonetheless. Well, I'll be in Vegas to see you this weekend. And I'll be actually moving away by the end of this week. No, I'm not <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll take take your house. Uh, (laughs) It's a nice house. Yes. Is it really? Yeah, that's okay. Do you live in Henderson? No, no, just outside of Henderson. Okay. Anyways, the price goes up by twenty percent just for that name, Henderson, and even thirty percent more for just the name Summerlin. I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's an inside joke here in Las Vegas. That was that that one. Yeah, (laughs) right over his head. Yeah, Yeah, you got to be a local to understand it. That was too dry for me. The, <laughs> the, the predicament is you have to wait. That's the predicament now. You can't, this is not something you want to make the first call at because you really can't. And, and, and Brooklyn can't either. There, there, there's too many working parts for that Durant trade should it go through. And they're not going, they're not going to jeopardize that because Kyrie wants i know he says he wants to stay but because they don't want Kyrie, let's say it's more of them yeah there there has to we have to wait and i don't think they're they give two 
dumps about LeBron's extension on August 4th. What I think is going to happen though in the next few weeks is there's going to be a decision made by either by by Brooklyn on whether they're actually going to trade Durant or tell them, look, we're not trading you. Yeah. That's that's what I think is going to be the ultimate decision at the next few weeks. There has to be some kind of closure there. You're you're getting let's say they make a decision in, in the middle of August, you now have a month for training camp. And you, you you need to start focus and you're you're getting Ben Simmons back, I I think. And Kyrie has said he wants to stay for another year. You bring back Durant and Steve Nash is such a nice guy. Maybe maybe you have a shot to maybe do something. That's going to be the question. It's gonna be a big question indeed. I mean a lot of things have to play out. I'd rather risk that. I'd rather risk if I'm sitting, if I'm, uh, is it Sean Marks? If, yes. if I'm Sean Marks, I talk to the owner and say, look, if we don't get the deal we want, we, we ride it one more year. At the very least, Kyrie can walk away after next year. Maybe we get somebody else that could play. We get a chance to see how Ben plays. And you go from there. But if you gut, if you, if you trade Durant now and then trade Kyrie, you know, for sure you're rebuilding a team has to, you're going to have to take just piles of draft picks and a team out there needs to say, we're going to throw you every draft pick conceivable like Minnesota did to Utah. And Brooklyn's going to have to say, okay, we made that terrible trade with Boston and lost all those draft picks, let's make up for it now and build around Ben Simmons. I mean, it's it's tough. It's a tough thing. We don't know that the one thing that has changed in the NBA is I've never seen players that aren't playing. I I don't I think that's the only negative in all this. The player movement and player decision making. That's that's part of business here. That, that's you sh- they should have that freedom. What I don't like that's happened in the last few years is this. I'm not playing, and they haven't really solved that thing. Oh, I'm not playing. I'm not playing because of whatever. I'm not playing because my feelings are hurt because I don't want to take a vaccine or whatever. I mean, I, 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 I don't remember ever seeing a player deciding not to play a half a season or a full season because there seems to be some kind of mental block somewhere for whatever reason. I, I, I don't, I think Adam Silver needs to figure out how he's going to handle that in the next CBA. That is what's holding all this is the unknown of a player, whether he was going to decide to play or not. It's, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird position to be in. It is definitely a weird position to be in, but uh, not only you've got Rob Palenka, you've got Sean Marks, you've also got, what's going on with Utah with Danny Ainge trying to go ahead and get as much as he can back for Donovan Mitchell. Could he be going to the Knicks? That's been up in the air now for almost a couple weeks now. So that's even in question now. So you've got a lot of people playing high stakes poker. Who's going to be bluffing? Who's going to flinch first? We'll wait and see, but it all starts for the Lakers on April the 4th and we will get a better idea come this week and this weekend whether or not the future for LeBron James looks bright in Lakerland or looks kind of murky indeed, but we'll show you, we'll go ahead and report on it. We'll go ahead and talk about it. We'll go ahead and do everything we can to go ahead and give you the inside scoop on what's going on with the Lakers right here at the Lakers fast break. But before we head on out, John, I know subscribing to the YouTube channel. I always say it here, please go ahead and subscribe today, but I think you've got a YouTube channel of your own. Right now, you can go ahead and pitch it, my friend. Where can people check you out on YouTube? Yeah, absolutely. You can just find me by looking up my name, John McCallion, on YouTube. The YouTube channel is mainly focused on motivation in terms of you know setting up a daily routine and having a structure. So it's a little bit different than talking about, talking about sports. But yeah, I know, I know that one of the big things that you know I've, I've talked about people is that hey, you know they want to see people making more motivational videos. I'm actually in the process of you know trying to lose about a hundred. 30 pounds so i'm documenting that journey as well and also a big part of the community are doordash drivers and uber drivers 
while you know you're doing it you know part-time or full-time to make you know make a de decent living so we kind of all come together and share opinions and you know every time i stream we always have a great time so it's a lot of fun with with a lot of you know helpful information so definitely check it out well i hope you are as inspirational to your viewers as joe sorrow is to ours <laughs> Caca. 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 indeed the nighthawks there you go John, I'm looking forward to hearing more of your thoughts in the coming days and weeks right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Appreciate it, Joe. You, you're always welcome as well. You know, my friend, you'll crash the door anyways. You'll be in the comments. You'll just, <laughs> you know, if you know when you're not on, you say you can't make it, you're always there. So any last word from you guys before we head on out? Joe, Joe. Expect something to move this week, whether it's Donovan Mitchell, whether it's Durant. I think something's going to come down this week. It's... You're, you're creeping up on training camp. Your your August will be. That's why I said on the Nighthawks show, G, that August is never really a dead month, at least for 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 people that are doing transactions that are team changing in July, because there's a lot more discussions, there's a lot more banter in August. Where it starts to die out is around September. Then at that point, people are starting to wrap up to, to training camp and then training camp starts and then we're ready to start seeing the regular season start. And uh, NBA does still take a back seat to the NFL in October, November, and then even the first couple of weeks of December. And then it starts to get interesting at the end uh, of December and January, February is eh, back and forth. But, you know, once football ends, then the NBA kind of takes over from there. Uh, especially during the all-star break and uh, trade deadline. All all going to be good avenues for us to continue to talk Laker NBA news. And my hope is I just, I, I, I can't, I just want the Westbrook thing to be done. I'm 50, 50 on whether it's going to produce a title contender or not. And I've kind of come to, grips to the fact that it might it might go either way and and we're just gonna have to deal with it and be fine with it at that point um so that's it that's that's where i stand on that john any last words before we head on out yeah i think i have faith in rob i think he's doing the right thing you know we're not seeing too many leaks coming out you know of the out of the lakers front office unlike brooklyn where you know it seems like they're making a different decision every day but yeah, just stay, you know, just stay patient, and uh, you know, like Joe, I think something's going to happen sooner rather than later. So you know, just sit tight, and you know, let's see what happens. Uh, I will tell you what: you have a lot more faith in Rob than I do, and that is to be <laughs> admirable to you, my friend. Also to Joe, appreciate you, both you guys coming on the air. I, of course, am not that have much faith in Rob. Sorry, just. You know, the Russell Westbrook trade kind of did it for me. That was the final straw. So if you didn't have that type of player evaluation and seeing what Rob, what Russell Westbrook would do for your team, and then you go ahead and get him, and yeah, it just, it fell down. You know, Rob is the ultimate decision maker in that, but he did have an assist and a push from LeBron. And I'm looking but also at the, the also the over 30 crowd, the senior citizen crowd. I think getting all that entire crew there was kind of a, a misstep. Well, it, it, and, and if LeBron is going to be fair here, I think it would be nice of him because he pushed it to sign the extension as a, I'm sorry, I sort of made you do that. I will now commit another year and give you a chance. I think that would be the honorable thing to do. I, I, I don't think anybody would disagree. Well, we'll I, see I, how nice he is <laughs> later this week. So we'll see indeed. But yeah. for all the news and latest information right here, you just head on over to the Lakers Fast Break. Go ahead and stop by our Facebook page, Lakers Fast Break, and like that today. But also as well, get a hold of us right here by subscribing on YouTube or Twitch right there at Lakers Fast Break. Again, we truly appreciate all the new subscribers that we've gotten the past few days. Appreciate the fact that so many tens of thousands of views that we have already and also thousands of hours in the book. Just unbelievable that you guys have checked us out that long. Can't believe you've heard me that much, but I just truly appreciate it. But we will be back. I'm looking forward to going ahead and hearing from Sean Grice. Trying to finally 
nail the madman down as far as getting him <laughs> over here from Toronto, trying to work that out. I know his technical difficulties have, have not been the best, but we're going to try and see if we can nail down an episode with him coming up this week. Tuesdays with Laker Tom. Looking forward to see if I get a chat with the old man coming up here on Tuesday. And then, of course, group chat on Thursday. Looking forward to that as well. But if anything breaks, we'll obviously go ahead and cut in for that as well. But looking forward to hearing everyone's thoughts continuously in the chat. And going forward, looking forward to seeing what happens. And we'll report it on for you right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.